Are you looking to set yourself up for greater success in your ministry in this next coming year? Well, stick around because by the end of this episode, you will be learning about the secret trick that will help you take your ministry to new leaps and bounds. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, Kurt Christian family? It is Alec here, and I was reading a, uh, I was actually reading through all these different book titles that I have. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've got a pretty decent library that's building up. I got bit with the book reading bug when I was in college. Weirdly enough, I actually didn't like reading in high school, didn't read like any books. I don't know how I got <laughs> through it, but I was doing pretty well. And uh, when I actually started reading the, the Bible, actually, in between going to classes, I'd have to ride a bus to class. And while I was on the bus, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start reading the Bible from beginning to end. And that really started getting me into to reading in general. So ever since then, I started reading these books. And long story short, I was looking at this book title called Keep It Simple. And it's just I haven't read it yet. But the main premise of it is that you can get a lot more done in less time if you just keep things simple. And I actually remember back when I was in high school, I was on football team, and one of the coaches, he was uh, teaching all of the linemen this move where you do this kind of like backpedaling step. You'd, you would step back, you'd backpedal, and you'd lunge your arms forward, and you'd basically be able to be moving backwards as the person in front of you is trying to lunge at you and get around you, but you're, you're able to keep them back and not to make it sound too complicated because it wasn't, it was a very simple move. But I remember the coach, uh, coach Satchel, he'd be saying, he'd be like, it's not complex. It's simple, but it doesn't mean it's easy. And cause every time this person would be trying to get around you and push you, if you just stuck to what the move was, it was a very simple move. And if you just stuck with it, you would do really well, but where the complexity came in or where the part where people would try to make it more complex is that our brains would be filled with these different thoughts of like, oh, well, maybe I should like uh, squat down a little lower or maybe I got to stand up more. Oh, he's going to more towards the left. I got to move more towards the left. No, no, no. It's like he just you do the move. It's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Just do the move and the person in front of you is not going to be able to get around you. And um, to, I'll expand more on that story at a later date. I got a really funny thing about how I got punched in the face while doing that move. Cause I was able to keep a senior. I was like a freshman. I was able to keep a senior varsity player from getting around me because I just was doing the move. It was simple. And when you do the things correctly, when you just keep it simple, you can get great success. And the same is true for your own ministry or for your, the, the people, the group of people that you're leading, the more simple you keep it, the, the greater success that you'll see from it. Cause it's, Ironic how easy it can be to make things more complex than it needs to be, but when you keep things simple and refined, um, there's something about it where like, I remember this in like math class where you would read a simple math question and then you'd go to answer and you'd be like, that was too easy. Wait, okay, let me read the question again. All right, yeah, it should be this, but wait. So when asked for how many apples, it was talking about how how far the guy drove. Should I do that? Should I incorporate that? It's like, no, no, no. Just ask how many apples did Jimmy have? Don't do any other math. Just do that. And 
there's something like with our brains where we want to overly complicate things. Like even with like Jesus and his ministry, you know, there are people saying like, oh, Jesus, I would follow you. But first, let me do X, Y, and Z. You know, oh, Jesus, I would follow you, but I just bought cattle. You know, let me let me deal with that. Or Jesus, I'll follow you, but someone in the family just passed away. First, let me deal with that. And he's like, he's like, no, you can't be trying to do all these other things while also following me. Like the famous lines that he says when he sees like Peter and any of his other disciples is this, is this. He just goes up to them and he says, follow me. He doesn't say, I need you to fill out an application. I need you to go over to the local temple, get blessed five times, do 10 Hail Marys, jump up and down and do four jumping jacks. Uh, make sure to not eat any meat for th three days. It's like, no, Jesus just says, follow me. It's super simple, but we overcomplicate things. It's just something that we do. It's in our human nature for some odd reason. So as we are going into this next year, I want you to just do some spring cleaning in your life, in your regimen, uh, in your habits, in your routines, in your health, in your nutrition, in how you respond to emails and how you do your social media in everything. Just like make it more simple. You know, you, you deserve it. You gotta, you gotta do it for yourself and do it for other people. The more complicated you make it, the more intricate it gets, the more you get confused, the more you get frustrated, the more other people don't understand what it is that you're trying to talk about. And it just creates a lot of mess and a lot of problems. In fact, I was hearing about this, uh, I, I was, as I was reading this article, this guy was talking about how he went to a convention. And at that convention, he was preaching. This guy was like, you know, you gotta do what God's placed on your heart. So what, but what, but you, it also in lines with what you wanna do. So what do you wanna do? And the person's like, what? He like called someone out in the crowd. He's like, well, what do you want to do? I, I want to glorify God. No, he's like, no Sunday school answers. What do you want to do? And he's like, uh, I, want to, I want to help people. And he's like, what do you want to do? Person's like, um, I want to be less frustrated. He's like, no, no, no. I don't, I'm not asking you what you don't want. I'm asking you what you do want. What do you want? And he's like, um... I don't want to keep working at the shop anymore. He's like, no, again, not what do you, not what you don't want. What do you want? And it's just like, finally, at the end of that story, this guy really began to think about it. I led him on this amazing journey of him actually allowing God to begin to work in his life. Because if you don't even know what it is that you also want, because if you're trying to overly complicate things and you don't even know what it is that you want, how in, how in the world will God even be able to work in that area if you don't know what that area is? So to help not make this episode too overly complicated, I just want to leave it off with two things. The first thing is I want you to ask yourself, how can I make things simple? You know, where can I trim the fat in my routine, in my habits, in my, in my life? Oh, maybe even in your friendships, maybe even in the books that you read or the, the social media or the content that you consume, you know, where can you trim it down? And then the second thing is, what do you want? You know, what is the dream? What is the goal? What is the ambitions that you want for this next coming year? And genuinely like allow yourself to sit in that. Like I know for me, one thing when, when someone asked me, he's like, yeah, where do you want to go with your ministry? I'm like thinking, I'm like, well, you know, thinking in small, I'm thinking small. I'm like, well, I'd really like it if my emails would, send a little bit faster or like, I wish I had like a little bit of a better sequence going on. And it's like, wait, 
my ministry is not emails, you know. Our ministry is not Christian memes. Our ministry is not witty tweets. Like, what is the goal that you want to do and where do you want to go? And I know for me, I had went to a seminar. It's a Christian seminar uh, for, for young youth Christians. Uh, it was, I think it was held by Crew. It's like C-R-U. They used to be like Christian Crusaders of Christ or something like that. But now it's now it's Crew, C-R-U. And they had this thing called uh, Big Break, Spring Break or whatever. It happened on Spring Break, but it's called Big Break. Anyway, I was at that convention. I was at that um, that seminar thing. And it just like, it just fired me up. I loved it. I love this idea of, of people getting into groups with a collective purpose. And... You know, we get that a little bit at church, you know, people coming together for the purpose of worshiping God, but there's all these other facets to it as well. You know, there might be new people there. There might be there people who are there that are questioning their faith and things. And it's like, I want to be able to put something together where people can come together who are already fired up. They're passionate about Jesus. They just want more, like more of a, more oomph in their ministry or in their leadership to take the thing that they're leading to the next level, to be able to impact more people. You know, I don't want to try to convince people to do something that they're not sure of. It's like, no, you are already fired up for Jesus. You are already in the works. You are already maybe leading a ministry and you want to take things to that next level. And it's like, I would love to, you know, my goal thing that I want is to be able to hold a conference, a seminar, something together. People can come together to worship. They can learn, they can leave feeling fired up and feeling better equipped than they were when they got in there. And when I was able to like say that out loud, I was like, wow. Yeah, that makes all this stuff of like the Instagram posts that I'm stressing out about or the Twitter page that I'm barely engaging on feel way less important in the grand scheme of things when it comes to leading a very impactful conference for Christian leaders. So what is it that you want and how can you make things more simple in your own life and ministry i want to say thank you so much for listening all the way to this point you know if you haven't subscribed or if you haven't rated this podcast yet i just want to encourage you to please do so it would really really help this podcast podcast out a lot to be able to reach more people to get them more inspiration and if you like this episode or if you liked any of the other previous episodes and you think that they will be able to help friends and family members that you know, then I invite you to please share that with them as well. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.